This is the Everything is Black and White podcast brought to you by Chronicle Live, bringing you the latest insight on everything to do with Newcastle United. You can find us on iTunes, Acast, Spotify or most podcast providers. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Musgrove, and it's time for a takeover special. It's a sentence that I think I've said quite a bit in recent months and it is getting quite tiresome from our end, but this is an actual takeover special because... Things have progressed remarkably quickly over the last 12 hours or so. I'm joined by Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder, and it is all about Amanda Staveley and Newcastle United. And it looks like finally, after nearly three years of trying, Amanda Staveley may soon be getting her hands on the keys to St James's Park. Lee, can you just describe to our listeners what your latest understanding um, of the deal is at this current point in time, which stands it just after half past eight. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, a big day in terms of, you know, the one thing you can eliminate from today is that, you know, we've heard it in the past, haven't we, on Twitter and social media, all these people saying it's a fake over and Ashley's not willing to sell. Well, the documentation that's emerged from Company's House, um, that, that kind of just takes that out of the equation, any kind of doubt that, you know, this this is real. Um, is it completed? It's not at this stage. Uh, I think the noises, the optimistic noises are coming from the sort of Stavely end. Uh, they've, you know, we've been putting calls in all day and it, so it is the, the, the positive noises, as I say, are coming from, you know, the people who would like to be owners. So maybe a bit of excitement on, on their part. Um, from the Ashley side, um, they're very uh, cold at the moment in terms of have they stood anything up, have they clarified anything, and then obviously you've got Newcastle United. Uh, what's left of the Newcastle United after um, obviously what's happened with the, the furlough, um, and they're basically saying no comment. Now, a lot of people say no comment means nothing. Well, Yes and no, because Newcastle have been given the opportunity to deny this today, uh, and there's people who you know can are in a position to to say actually people are getting carried away here, um, and it's not it's not as up to speed as as people are suggesting. But they haven't said that; they've just said no comment. They haven't knocked it down. They haven't denied it. So obviously, you know, to go with the paperwork um, for me, the process is still. It's, it's ongoing, um, you know. I'm not, um, I'm not going to, you know, pour cold water on it because everyone can see that that, that documentation. It's it's gone around the world today, um, but the word we're looking for is completed. And uh, as it stands, I haven't had that sort of confirmation uh, just yet. But hopefully, um, that that can come in the next um, few weeks. I mean, the other good thing is the Premier League uh, fit and proper persons test that is now underway as well um premier league obviously don't comment on on things like this until until they're done so it's you know i, I think it's probably been a a positive day um but one where you know we're not um you know getting the um you know champagne out just yet let's talk about those documents because it all happened over the space of about two hours this morning when it came to light that PCP had uploaded documents to company's house and for the first time there was clear evidence that discussions had taken place, numbers of for one transaction or another had, you know, been discussed. Um there was talk of a hundred and fifty million pound uh, charge 
um, between PCP and St. James's Holden, which is the company um, Newcastle's kind of involved with there, with Mike Ashley. Justin Barnes was listed as a name. Obviously, Manus Stavely was as well. Um, and it's the first time, really, from my memory, that we've we've got that far um, down that line. And that, that kind of was significant. Then there was documents regarding um, a company that the Rubin brothers own. Um, and they had again, done some sort of transaction with Amanda Staveley's company, Canterville Limited, which was the parent company set up last time for the Newcastle United takeover. Everything kind of fell into place this morning and then it was about putting the calls in and trying to get um, someone to firm up. Can you just explain how your morning went this morning? Because you must have been uh, running around trying to get answers left, right and centre. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's no different... <laughs> Most days as a um, Newcastle United reporter, because we're never short of a story. Really, there's always something going on, um, and yeah, we do. Um, we do sometimes attract negative people who, um, you know, like to comment on social media from, from a distance. But I think generally, the the well, the, the sort of feedback I've had today is, um, you know, people appreciate what we're trying to do. That we're not just, you know writing what people would like to hear we're actually trying to firm up and stand up you know what has been said um but i don't think you get any stronger than the legal documents um i think that's that's there for all to see and if it you know if it goes wrong now if it's because the money isn't there um but hopefully it is and hopefully it's a deal that mike ashley um you know rubber stamps and this is you know hopefully the start of something um, a little bit more exciting than what we've, we've experienced, but you you just you just don't uh, look too far down the line. You just, as I say, you're looking for that word, aren't you? Complete, um, de- you know, deal done. And at the minute, um, it's it's possibly on the horizon, but it's not not quite done just yet. In terms of covering Newcastle United, and you've done it for a long while. Is this the closest you think it's ever ever been to? Moving on from Mike Ashley, is this the closest you've seen it switching hands, do you think? I think there's been plenty of contenders who've tried to come in and buy the club. And, you know, he's expressed a, a willingness to, to sell it, but only at the right price. <clears throat> and I think it's all, it's all about the money being deposited into the account, which um, that hasn't happened. So... I mean, how far do you want to go back? Really, you can go as as far back as um, 2008 when Keegan walked out. That was, you know, the final straw for him um, when he wouldn't wouldn't get the wasn't getting the final say on the transfers. But you know, it's it's one where there's pro- I mean, someone like Peter Kenyon's got a, a good reputation in terms of like uh, organising a football club in the background, but didn't have the financial backing to come in and, and do it. So, but today I think we've seen, we've seen, you know, for it to get to the sort of Premier League um, owners test, I think that is a significant step. Um, and hopefully, as I say, uh, we, we get it, we get it rubber stamped now, you know. You mentioned there the owners test. Previously, sources kind of knocked down um, the claims that, you know, various, whether it, whether it was, uh, the PIF or even Bin Zaid uh, group last year that they were under that test, but there's been 
nothing of that sort come from sources where they've gone, no, no. I mean, it literally, it does look like they are at that stage where we are now just waiting for um, the Premier League to, to give the, the green light. Is that is that how you see it? I just think it's a moment of truth for Mike Ashley now. Um, is he going to come out at the last minute and say this isn't right or I want this or I want Sports Direct plastered all of us in James Park for 100 years? You know, Is he going to come out with something <laughs> um, that takes the would-be buyers by surprise? Um that's as I say, it's a moment of truth. You know, he's he said it's for sale now for three years. He's come out uh, in various sort of interviews and said that if there's someone better, he would stand aside. Um, now someone is, you know, proclaiming that they they can take this on to the next level. And I mean, if you look at the, the type of financial backing from public investment fund, for example, uh, that w- would really give Newcastle a chance. Uh, at, the, at the business end of the Premier League, a game without getting carried away, um, something Mike Ashley, he, he can't do it. I mean, he, even this summer, with everything that that's gone on with the world in lockdown, how much you know, under Ashley, how much would he spend, you know, going forward, fifty, sixty million maximum, um, maybe not even that. You know, he's got the if he did stay now, he's got the perfect excuse not to spend money because of the economic downturn so you just hope that um, this can be a, an exciting chapter but again no one's um, I think you've seen a lot of people on Twitter uh, you know expressing their joy but at the end of the day we, we just have to we're all waiting for that statement now every journalist is waiting for that statement to drop in their inbox saying it's, it's done and then uh then uh, you know it, it, we'll be talking about something else, and it'll you know it'll be like it never happened almost. <laughs> um, in terms of price, I mean, obviously it was rumored last year it was between three fifty four million. Various reports today, anything between three hundred and three hundred and fifty. Have you got any insight on what the, the price might be that Amanda Stavely's managed to uh, negotiate? Well, I think three hundred has been. So bandied today, hasn't it? Um, again, none of uh, the people we've spoke to have been able to absolutely say, yeah, it's definitely 300 million. Um, but, you know, going back six months ago, I was having conversations with people, you know, at the club. And uh, I actually was getting the impression that Ashley was thinking about putting the price up rather than, you know, taking it down. But I just think with what's happened, in the last four weeks in the world, you couldn't you couldn't even dream of getting north of three fifty, going up to four hundred. You couldn't even dream of getting that now. So actually, three hundred is probably a good good price because it could actually it could actually scrape down further in the weeks to weeks to come, especially if we don't have any football. Um, there's talk of. No one coming through the turnstiles potentially until the end of the year. Uh, the Premier League, they're discussing that at the moment. So, completely, uh, you know, people always said, didn't they, that, you know, empty seats at St James's Park would drive, would be the, the one thing that would definitely get rid of Mike Ashley. Well, one way or another, it could be empty seats that, that's got rid of him because at the end of the day, uh, behind closed doors, isn't, uh, I know. You ask people at the club and they'll say, well, it's TV money that that helps this club sort of breathe. But 
believe me, 50,000 crowds, people going in your club shop, people buying stuff at the stadium, all that kind of thing. Um, it, it all adds up and it, and it brings in a healthy amount um, for Mike Ashley. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> if that's taken away from him, then maybe this is the, the, the time to sell. And obviously, I mean, if he does go, he could have gone out in a better way, so to speak, given the fact that you say if this deal is completed in you know the next couple of weeks and Mike Ash hands over the keys, he's going to go out on the back of furlough and the staff. We've just seen at the time of recording, Bournemouth have gone back on their decision to furlough staff. And also Mike Ash, he's taken the, or Newcastle have taken the season ticket money, which obviously caused a lot of uproar. Um I'm, I'm not even sure Mike Ashley probably would have, would have wanted to go out on that ball of fire. I mean, if if this is the end, if this was 100% the end, then the way it's kind of unfolded the last few days of his tenure has been in keeping with how bad it's been um, for much of the 13 years. I mean, it's like some of the stories we've covered have been bordering on the ridiculous. I mean, even in isolation, look at the, you know, the, the when they wanted to change the name of the stadium to Sports Direct Arena, it was like he must he must have had sort of people just nodding along with him, saying that that was a good idea because um, it, you know it was never going to go down well, and that was a story that when that happened, um, I mean, you get all this nonsense, don't you, on on social media, people saying, oh, you're in the club's pocket. Well, you know, they they actually asked. The Chronicle at the time, can you call it Sports Direct Arena? And we said no, we wouldn't do it. And the, the front page of the Chronicle was St James's Park, and always will be. And you know, we we totally wouldn't play ball with them at all on that. And you know, it was the right decision because eventually it's been, you know, rightly changed back to to St James's Park. And that's just a small example of the the misjudgment of of Ashley um, down the years. You know, everyone wants the club to, to make money, but naming it after your own sports company and not picking up, um, you know, not paying the bills to, to have that to have that right was just uh, a, a drastic own goal. But that's just one example of, you know, because you could talk about the, the, the newspaper being banned for 18 months um, because they didn't like the coverage. You know, you could talk about players being sold you could, you could talk about Matty Longstaff's situation at the moment, he's been sat um, on 850 quid a week um, w- with the prospect of being given a free transfer at the club you could go on and on and on, I'm sure there's more examples, um, they're just a few off the top of my head so yeah, we'll be in keeping with what's been a, a, a rough few years Just to wrap up then Lee, from yourself what has to happen next in your opinion we know we think they're going through the Premier League test claims that that's been going on for possibly a week. Um, I mean, it could take up to anything to four weeks, given you know the situation with COVID nineteen and people not being able to to meet in person. It might add um, a little bit more time onto the test, but then again, you can probably sign documents digitally these days. Well, you can do so that might not really affect it. But for you, is it just now, just kind of? waiting to see what the Premier League do or is there anything else you think needs to happen in the meantime? I just think it all boils down to one one transaction now, doesn't it? And one press of a button um, that will change the, hopefully change the history of um, a, a much storied football club that 
you know, deserves better. And, you know, it's it's taken its toll on the fan. I know every club has its ups and downs, but, you know, I don't cover every other club. I cover Newcastle United and, um, you know, just, you just passionately know. And I'm probably one of a generation where we watched Newcastle really push for the heights. They didn't win anything, but they went out and tried to buy the best players. They tried to play the best brand of football. Um, and they got within, you know, swinging distance of the Premier League title. And that's the potential of this club. I don't think you could say that um, at, at some clubs. Um, but at Newcastle, you know, with those fans, you can you can achieve anything if you put your mind to it. But <clears throat> what's happened is everyone's, you know, been divided by Mike Ashley. And you just want everyone to now, like, turn into believers again. And, you know, just have fun trying to be the best rather than, you know, sitting there counting down to getting up to that forty-point mark every year, which is what it's been like. Indeed, and fingers crossed we can have that. There'll be some party if the deal does come through. You've had a no comment from the club, which is the usual kind of uh, response from uh, from the hierarchy. I assume you're not expecting anything from from the club's end on this. It'll probably come from from Staveley. Is that how you're seeing it? Uh, I think eventually. It what what happened last time the club got taken over. It was a sort of joint statement, and I'm sure, I'm sure Mike Ashley will um, will try and get in his say on 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 matters. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's done it. He's done it recently, hasn't he? Went public with an apology, but I don't think we'll get an apology from him. Put it that way. But uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure he'll have his say on on the way this has gone. So. Yeah, with a bit of luck, um, you know, we're reporting on on something different, something more fresh and vibrant, and um, and you know, the fans have got got that got that buzz back because it's just drained away over the last sort of ten years, hasn't it? It has indeed. Well, we will keep you up to date on chroniclelive.co.uk. Lee is right at the forefront of this story. So head over to our website, over to our social media cha- channels to keep in the loop of this story, which will be changing day by day. Uh, this has been the Everything is Black and White podcast. <laughs>